1: I'm Ken Abzug, and this is Daily Thrones, a quick look at the world of ice and fire, and talk of spoilers continues to dominate. Two of my Collider Throne Talk co-hosts, co-panelists, now Dennis Zen and now John Rocha, have both been spoiled with people intentionally going out of the way to tweet them spoilers in an attempt to try to get them to discuss them, And, and I've been very fortunate. I literally have gone on Twitter, 90% less than I normally do. And even then, it's with one eye closed. I want to thank you guys and the Daily Thrones community for keeping it pure. For those who don't want to be spoiled, who want to watch the show uh, on Sunday as intended, with friends and build up the tension and anticipation. There's, again, like we said yesterday, bigger problems in the world. Spoiling Game of Thrones is not one of them, but it is one of our escapes. It's one of our joys that we have left. Let's not take it away from each other. A lot of great calls will be on the station today. Already lining them up. You guys are doing great with your ideas and theories. And one of the thoughts I had, woke, I woke up with this on my mind. And fortunately, I have my you know recording equipment ready to go. So here I am. I haven't even had my bowl of cereal yet. And my, my idea here is, what happens if they don't get anything on this mission north of the Wall, we're talking about who might come back. Is it Benjamin? Is it Hodor? Is it Jorah? Is it a regular white that they're going to bring back to Cersei? Would it convince Cersei? Those are all great questions, and we should cont- continue to have that kind of... I think I need my cereal. That's why I'm stumbling. Um, here, here's uh, here's what if, what if they go up there, and they just get their ass kicked, which is more likely going to happen, and then they return with nothing? and then we've wasted this trip we've wasted these people, we've wasted these characters this is why, in story I have no problem criticizing this mission out of story, just from a production and storytelling and, a, and, and uh, uh, producing standpoint, I think this is great I think there's a lot of excitement, we're all having it we're all discussing it, so I think it was a good decision uh, as the creators of the show and of course, we, we don't know how we talked yesterday, but we don't know how much this is going to be in the books, if at all um, but in story, I'll criticize this. If I was, just like Tormund said, you know, to Davos, aren't you supposed to be the one keeping him from these stupid ideas? Um, if I was a hand of someone up there, king, queen, or whatever, I'd be saying this is a bad idea, king in the north. Don't do this. So what happens? What happens if Jon returns and he's the only survivor and there is no sample? Cersei's not going to believe him a- at all? Oh, you went up there and got your ass kicked by some Walking zombies I got a walking zombie, big deal This Failure here Would be devastating to the cause And change the game a lot Change the game of what they're gonna do Would that then cause Danny to doubt it? Or would the death of, say, Jorah Affect her enough where she's like Evit, grab the dragons We're heading north of the wall, let's finish this Maybe uh, she makes a hasty decision that leads to the death of a dragon. And then we got ice dragons. Oh, boy. I'm going to have nightmares tonight. What do you guys think? Let me know here on Daily Thrones. Don't forget, we have a podcast available as well. Apple Podcasts and Google Play. And uh, your calls coming in. We got some new callers checking in. We got some thoughts about uh, what we've been talking about uh, all this week. About Cersei and the mission north of the wall. And a great question about John. If you were to become king, who? be his queen. All that and more here today on Daily Thrones. I've been having Game of Thrones viewing parties every Sunday um, while Game of Thrones is airing since s- season three. So I would be so bummed if I accidentally heard anything about Game of Thrones on here um, before. I want to. I want the moment to be when I'm sitting there on my couch with some weed ready to watch some Game of Thrones.
2: Yeah, about convincing Cersei about the White Walkers. uh, I was actually thinking while watching the episode uh, that she will
1: kind of make an alliance with Danny, but betray her uh, somehow. I don't know. I, I don't have much trust in Cersei. And I think, yeah, she will be like, yeah, I believe that. I don't care. I just want to rule the Seven Kingdoms and I will kill everyone who gets on my way. So, yeah, I don't know if that will happen, but that would be an, an interesting thing. And how would Danny uh, respond to that?
0: Hey, Ken. Uh, I like the idea that you're bringing up about what if they lose, um, but I also have some thoughts about what if they win, so I'm kind of doing a Peter Baelish here in my mind of like imagining all the scenarios. So I might be doing a two part call here. Uh, But so if they lose, I think you're right. I think John is probably going to lose the North. I think if you look at it from their standpoint, you know, he lost at Hard Home he lost at Battle of the Bastards. You know, he he wasn't the one that, that brought that victory. It was Sansa and the Vale. So that's another angle they could play against him. And so yeah, I think if he comes back, I think what's gonna happen is they're gonna boot him out of the North, but hopefully he finds out about his Targaryen heritage and then decides, you know what? Yes, I'm part Stark. I love the North, but I'm gonna go all in with Danny. Uh, not not necessarily all the way with her, but uh, all in with her, and find a new way to to do this um, to save you know the greater kingdom. Uh, and a little added bonus, I'd love is if Arya then decided, you know what, yeah, forget the North too. Uh, I'm gonna go with him, and that would be awesome because she loves the dragons too. Not saying she'd be a dragon rider. That was my daughter, Arya. I'm Ken
1: Apsock, and this is Daily Thrones as we continue to take our quick look at the world of ice and fire. Just put a call up in the station from uh, David at Gen 6709. His daughter, Aria, great name, of course. They have a cameo at the end of this call, but a great idea. We are talking today about what if John loses? What if they go up there and they get decimated? And only John or one or two of the other uh, seal team, Snow, survives, and they they don't get a White Walker. And they don't get a White. They don't get any examples. They don't get any proof that they can take to anyone else, let alone Cersei. What will happen if that happens? And, And I like this idea that David's putting out there that maybe John will lose the North entirely. The rulers of the north, the lords of the north, we've already seen. They're co- starting to doubt John, John's decision to go down. He's been gone down at Dragonstone a while. Uh, only raven communication at best. They don't necessarily know what's going on. They don't agree with the decision. Now the Night King is approaching fast. What are we going to do? Sansa, we should have maybe gone with you. All that's already happening. Baelish is going to put some stuff in play here. We know already. Trying to take uh, Arya and Sansa and tear them apart. So, what if John loses? What if he comes back and everyone's like, Peace out, John. We do not want you as our king anymore. Will he learn, if he uh, hasn't already, of his Targaryen heritage and say, You know what? On that note, I'm going to join up with Danny. And I like the idea even further. David David's saying here, that maybe Arya's like, you know what, Sansa? I don't like you either. Jon's always been my favorite. I'm going down. Could we have a, a Stark civil war, so to speak? Could that end up being what we have? Eh, maybe unlikely, but it's a fun theory, fun to talk about. I love this idea of the North eventually rejecting John. They might do it anyway, once they find out who he is. A Targaryen? No, we can't have that. Uh, Torn Stark is the king who knelt to the Targaryens, and we've Regretted that ever since. We want our own king. We do not Someone want someone who's part of uh, the Targaryen house, part of what Danny's trying to do. It is not impossible to think that this might happen. A lot riding on Jon Snow and six other brave warriors as they had deep into the north on what I believe is a stupid mission. This is the most fun I've had criticizing characters in story. And if you haven't heard me earlier, what I'm saying, I think from a producer and creative and a writer standpoint, this is a great thing to do. This is fun. There's a lot writing on this. But I think in story, if I have a house in the north, House Navsack in the north, I'd be telling my selected king, this is silly. There's nothing we gain from this. You're going to lose good men. We probably aren't going to get a white to take down to Cersei, and I don't believe she'd believe us anyways. John, stay here in Winterfell, and let's find a way to defeat them on our own. Might be a lose-lose, any way you look at it. Daily Thrones rolls on.
3: Hey, Ken, Kevin Ross. It's a, it's a good example of using House knapsock because House Knapsack would be indebted to Littlefinger, Remember, Littlefinger was using the debt from the Lannisters, all the gold from the Lannisters up north, uh, investing in businesses and uh, taking care of the debts of the lords of the north. So that's why it's are giving Sansa such a hard time. Where's Jon? What's going on? So in chaos, uh, your house would at some point be indebted to Littlefinger too and have to uh, comply or he calls the note in. Littlefinger runs the north now. Uh, if not by name, by by balance book. Uh, And uh, so if John were to lose the North, you could easily see where uh, the only quote-unquote lord that's left is uh, is our uh, little boy up in the Vale, and uh, Littlefinger becomes regent and becomes regent of the North and warden of the North. Thanks.
0: Hey, Ken, love the show. Um, Might be getting ahead of myself here, but after this week's episode, I've been thinking, okay, if Danny takes the throne, how, if she's barren, how does she continue the Targaryen line, right? We're assuming she's barren. Maybe she's not. Maybe the witch was wrong, but would love to hear your thoughts on that. Alternatively, if John takes the throne, because we now know he does have the better claim, who does he marry? Who does he, you know, procreate with to, to extend the Targaryen line? I mean, the Lannisters and Cersei have pretty much wiped out all of the great houses. And, you know, marriages are usually about creating alliances and peace. So anyway, um, I got no good answers. Some crazy ideas, but no good answers. Would love to hear your thoughts. Thanks.
1: All right. I love this call from Grace. Happy Grace. With a happy question. Well, kind of. Could be. Potentially. What happens, let's say, Night King is defeated. Uh, the White Walkers and the Army of the Dead push back to the lands of Always Winter. We we don't have to worry about that. But now we have Daenerys Targaryen. She wants that Iron Throne. Cersei, uh, let's say she's out of the picture. Jon Snow. Maybe he wants it because now he's learned he's Jaehaerys Targaryen or Doug Targaryen. What happens to these two? Danny, it's, it's important to procreate in this land. It's important. Can Danny even do it? Miriam Mazdul said he ain't gonna do it unless this happens. The sun rises here, sets there. Uh, uh, Khal Drogo will, will speak only then. All these, a pox on your house, Miriam Mazdul says. So maybe Danny's barren. Maybe she cannot have children. So what do you do? Does that then also even add to Jon Snow's claim? Jon Snow is gonna need gonna need a spouse, gonna need a partner, gonna need to procreate once he gets on that throne. Now, I know a lot of you, a lot of you are rooting for Danny and Jon to get together because we've just taken decency and thrown it out the window. I I got to admit, I kind of want that too. It's kind of weird, right? It's weird. It's nothing but weird. But Let's put that aside. Let's say that's not going to happen. What happens then? Who does John take? It's great point by Grace. Cersei has taken out a, out a lot of great houses. Those big uh, houses with with suitable children and uh, to to marry suitable suitors. I don't know who would emerge for John. It might have to be a lesser house. Rob Stark didn't care about houses clearly bit him in the end, but let's say in a time of peace would, uh, his ma- his uh, marriage to Talisa on the show, Jane Westerling, uh, in, in the books, would have been okay? It might have been. No one might, might have cared. It wasn't a big fancy house, other than maybe, uh, Catelyn saying, hey, you, you must keep our uh, name high. So, who does John go to? Who does John go to? There might be some, uh, generations, uh, behind us that we're not fully aware of. Some, uh, uh, suitors, uh, suitable suitors out there that we don't know, but it's a great question if you want to play it out. If John gets to the throne and, 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 and the world continues, I still think at the end of this all, these are questions we might not have to worry about, but they're fun to speculate. Let's play matchmaker for Danny and John here on Daily Thrones.
2: I'm going to take um the awkward um aunt and nephew relationship and raise you another brother and sister relationship now there's no way in hell the show's going to do this but i did hear rumors or not rumors but i guess old news that originally george r r martin wanted some sort of romantic relationship or at least tension between Arya and Jon in the books, originally. So, if he's Targaryen, and Arya likes him, why not? Alright, so here's my serious answer to the matchmaking question. How about we join houses um, Targaryen and Mormont together? Uh, Lyanna could marry Jon, and Sojourner could marry Danny which he's been wanting to do for a long time, at least. Uh, You'd probably have to wait a couple of years with Liana, I'm assuming. I don't know how old she's supposed to be in the show. Um, But she's honestly the only other female character besides Gwendolyn Christie I could think of. And on a side note, um, since I am a hedge knight, I was wondering if I could pledge my service to House Knapsack.
1: The Hedge Knight checking in with some back-to-back calls about who John could possibly marry. The idea of Arya is, well, it's it's probably wrong on a lot of levels, but if they're technically only cousins in the world of Game of Thrones, that might not be frowned upon, and they do care for each other. Oh boy, we can't go down this road, right? Game of Thrones puts us in some weird potential matches. And there's still so many people rooting for Danny and John. But the other question, Hedge Knight, your other question, can you, as a Hedge Knight, pledge your loyalty to House Napsack? Absolutely. I will take your support. I will take you at my side. Our house words are, is there any more food? See you guys on Daily Thrones. More calls coming in about who John should be with. Hey Ken. So as far as like this matchmaker question, great question uh, for John. I actually read an article where someone proposed the best option for John would be to marry Sansa. Now I don't know. I can't get behind that idea. It's just too weird. I know they're just cousins and they're not siblings, but they thought of you know they thought of each other as siblings their entire lives. But would that actually though? makes sense in the politics of it, him marrying Sansa. That I could kind of, you know, understand the politics about it. It would kind of work, but when it just gets down to it, I just cannot get behind John and Sansa getting married. Well, there you go again, Eric Monroe with a great call about another weird possible union. Could people actually be wanting Sansa and Jon to get together in some way? Man, I'll tell you what, I blame Jamie and Cersei for making inappropriate relationships seem uh, good. I don't know, not that they have a great relationship. And yeah, Danny and Jon, there's just a lot of people on board for this weird family uh relationship so the idea of sansa and john and the political reasons would make sense (sighs) just can't have it happen though um i also like going back to the hedge Knight's calls of uh you know mormont and targaryen leanna comes of age john and leanna jorah finally getting with danny right everyone's happy Could be pretty interesting. I don't know. What do you guys think? I'll take those calls tomorrow. A lot more coming. Great call about John and who he might marry uh, from uh, Happy Grace. Your guys' calls are just as important to Daily Thrones as my own voice. So keep them coming. You can follow me on Twitter at CatnapSuck. Don't forget, this is also available as a podcast on Google Play, Apple Podcast, and you can find us on Alexa and Google Home as well. A lot of places to listen to Daily Thrones. We're so close to Episode 6, though some of you... Might already, already have seen it. I'm spoiler free still. I don't know how. I'm surviving. Let's hope it continues. See you next time on Daily Thrones.